0: Oh.
1: And welcome to episode 10 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. Joining me this week, Rob Wills from Plymouth, Nicky yep. Metz from Joburg, and a new voice on the podcast, Liam Hennessy. <laughs> Hello,
2: everyone. Jabba. Just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, just a few quick announce, announcements to make. Um, one, uh, Joby Wicks. Um, uh, it's been feeling really too well the past few days when he's got the flu, so get well soon, Joby. um also um I was get at well
3: g- soon joby, yeah
1: I was at the game today, and I had the pleasure of meeting Nick Seal and Graham Pitt um before the game, but unfortunately not Carol Haywood, um who was um in a different pub to the one that we were in. Although Jesse
3: followed her, although Jesse followed her to the toilets, apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a bit stalkerish.
3: <laughs> that's what I was thinking, but apparently he wasn't. You know, that's what he says. I believe
2: him. <laughs> well, that says a lot about you, Liam. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm very gullible that way. Yeah. So three points. Um, another win.
2: Absolutely. But not. Extremely convincing. I I thought I thought it was it was just it was just frustrating to watch them. That I'm glad we got the three points. Don't get me wrong, and I'm really really thrilled, and I cheered like mad. And but it was just it was just so painful. It was really slow and predictable. And mm. and you know when Paul and I were watching, we were just saying how the pace was so slow and they weren't moving the ball quick enough, and they need to play the ball more the first time with the first time balls. You know, every time they touch the ball, they give the, the chance to the opposition to get together, regroup mm. and defend because we're too busy touching the ball and then thinking, okay, what are we mm. gonna do next?
3: How how would you touch the ball? That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> would you would you be stroking it gently, perhaps, letting it <laughs> dangle just enough in the palm of your hand?
2: No handballs. No handballs.
3: No hand <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. I'm on the wrong podcast. I think.
2: Yes, you are. <laughs> ah, damn. Liam,
3: that, that's tomorrow um, night.
2: Oh my <laughs> God, Liam. That's a conversation <laughs> for later. I was going to say.
0: Okay, uh, that's a whole, new, sh-
1: that's now, a whole yeah. new. That's a whole new. genre. We we could we could, we could do a completely <laughs> different podcast. And. Um, oh,
0: cool. quite, I was going to be say. very shorted.
2: We um, <laughs> have that podcast. Okay, no.
0: guys. <laughs> Rob, was, you're etching to say something. I was going to say, don't let her answer that, Liam, because Jav will get all excited.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, I don't want to embarrass Jav. Jav, did you shave your beard off? That's the other thing that I wanted to, to ask before we got the game chat underway.
1: Um, I did. I did. And have you tried getting into a pub since?
3: I've <laughs> tried getting into a pub since, yes.
1: Um, yeah. no, I, I, I did. I... I, I i did shave it off and um i made myself presentable and uh but carol didn't show up i'm really annoyed she she stood me up
3: so you did get served and they didn't ask if your age no fine great okay that's good
2: well done okay Mm. okay back Um, back to the three points boys
3: could yes if i could just say if i'd only i'd be a rich man now if i had put two one spurs last goal ericsson I, I could probably pay for a holiday now, but I haven't done it once. Every time. Mm. I say it every time. Every time. Kane and the Dane doing it again. 2-1, White Hart Lane.
1: I don't do
0: it, though. Yeah, but Kane didn't score, did he? For Tongan, did No. I know, but it's the second one that counts.
1: <laughs> there, are, there are three players, and, and I know it's a team game, and... and... Um, there are three players, if I, could, if I could pick three players out that have shaped our season. One of them's Harry Kane, the other one's Ericsson, and the other one's um, Hugo Lloris. Um, yeah. Hugo, Hugo made a really important save um, right at the end. Well, he made two saves, important saves, but one of them right at the very end. Um, yeah, that was... It, it was just... Um, I think I think um that Vorm Vorm, Vorm is a, is a very good yeah. goalkeeper but I I I don't know that he would have saved that. Um Lari, yeah. Larissa's reaction was just so fast and um, well
3: it, he's almost like a, yeah he's almost like another defender in a way at times. Good. You know Absolutely. the way that he's he he's so good on the ball. You you never get that kind of oh my god that you used to get with um baldy Brazilian guy Gomez. Mm. You know, I always used to think, oh, my God, he's going near the ball. This, with Loris, yes. with, with it's <laughs> like, oh, good, he's going near the ball. It's, it's, it's taken years off my life watching us before. Yeah. At last, we've got a good keeper. How many years have we wanted a good keeper since Clements? I don't know. We haven't had a good keeper since then. It's glorious to see Loris at the back, and I hope he stays.
1: And he strikes, he strikes me also as a sort of person that's very down to earth, Um I was listening to another podcast, I can't remember which one, and they were talking about his time at Lyon when um, Lyon started selling um, a lot of their star players and he didn't jump ship straight away. And he strikes me as being that sort of very level-headed person and and I know that there's been paper talk, him being linked with Real Madrid and Barcelona and all of that, but I, I could see him staying at Spurs for foreseeable future. Maybe that's re- really naive on my part,
0: but... Well, let's face it, Barcelona can't buy anybody yet because the transfer embargo. <laughs> oh.
3: He's a family man, isn't he? I think that's the key. You know, there's a very strong, almost separatist uh, French uh, presence in London, uh, you know, French schools, French there's a whole French subculture, French bookshops, all sorts of things. And if he immerses himself here, um, why would Spain be a better option for him? I don't see that being a family man. So there's a good chance, unless Chelsea go mad, you know, or someone like that, I can't see him uh, moving for a couple of years. Mm. Mm.
2: Absolutely.
1: Just coming back to the the game, um, just to, agree with what Nicky said about um, the, the movement and us being slow in the build up play um, I thought particularly in the final third um, we lacked a bit of creativity and we, we were just it was almost as if we were trying to score the perfect goal um, and it was just a little bit too predictable I think we're missing Mason and Bentelab because they provide a bit more energy, okay. e- energy and, and dynamism in the in, in the, the centre center of the park, even though I think Stembelli had a really good game and I've been critical of him in the past and I think Dembele did okay, but um, we do miss the energy that Mason provides yes. well, Dembele
2: was laboured, sorry Jeff, but Dembele looked laboured to me, he was just it was just painful to watch him, sorry and I love Dembele, don't get me wrong He's one of my favourites, but he just looked absolutely laboured.
0: What I want to know is, what's with all these defenders getting on the score sheet? Wednesday night, I we have Ka- Kapu, and Rose. Tonight, today, we have Vatongan, uh, And poor old Bobby, don't get a look in.
2: It's because I'm not eating mushrooms. Sorry, Bobby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a flaw in that game, don't you? There's an inherent flaw, right? It should just be for one game, and then... You know, you're lucky you've dodged it, you've missed it. Otherwise, if you play the game, you've sentenced yourself to an eternity of eating mushrooms. It's just save yourself from yourself, Nicky. Don't do it anymore. (laughs) You've got got a BDSM relationship with a a mushroom. Come on.
2: (laughs) Look, clearly clearly Bobby doesn't want me to eat mushrooms, so that's why he's staying off the scoring.
3: (laughs) It's very entertaining to watch, by the way, you know. I have to say, so I'd like you to continue, but but please, for your own sake, make some sort of escape clause. Just if we, if Bobby scores today, this time, so and so has to do it. Next week, someone else has to do it if he scores. You'll probably never have to do it, any of us. It would be cool. Well,
1: I just say we're only ten minutes into the pod, and we've already managed to get BDSM in, into the podcast. Um, I know it's poor, isn't
3: it? I mean, (laughs) Christ, we've taken ten minutes. What's going on?
1: It can only go down. I'd like you all to get.
3: I'd like you all to pull your rubber socks up, please.
2: (laughs) This is Liam's influence. I'm. I'm concerned about the direction of this podcast this week. Oh, I'm not. (laughs) 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 Not Jeff slices.
0: Javad's rolling again. Yes, Um, finally some action.
1: (laughs) uh, Uh, Okay. I am. I'm going to say something very controversial, which
0: is, um, I... <laughs> Damn, are you playing with toys again?
1: I think that was Lib. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we were at one point when it was one all. I don't think we we were worthy of of, of the three points because um, I know afterwards all the stats are saying that we had so much possession and so many stats, but at, to be honest, at one point we, we were it was one all. It was last time but it's the game and I thought it's not we're not gonna get anything out of this game and we probably don't deserve to because um you know, we, uh, we yeah, sure we're we're better than Sunderland and and and, and maybe one all at them, but I didn't think we were we'd done enough really to, to, to get the three points. Having said that, we did, so don't care really, now.
3: Well, is it a sign that our improved fitness is at last beginning to actually pay dividends perhaps
0: it's like someone said on the um <clears throat> facebook page we are constantly playing right up to the last minute and we are not showing any flagging fitness yeah. or energy we're, we're just mm-hmm. playing you know and if it goes into extra time or what you know for, for any reason or whatever or you know the extra two or well, three also, minutes we're still playing and given it great guns, so, you know, it's
3: going to be yeah. good. And also, I mean, the, the actual psychological effect of tiring, of feeling physically tired, you're going to feel more downbeat, to say the least. So I, I think healthy body, healthy mind, and it, it it's onwards and upwards. It's great. I'm starting to actually expect last-minute goals now. It's good.
2: I know, which makes a change from... Seasons gone by, where we used to cringe and, and bite our teeth and think, "Oh my God, please yeah. don't concede, please don't concede, please don't concede."
3: Yeah. Oh shit, we're two 0 up in the first half. Oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh shit, <laughs> shit, they've got a red card. Oh no, they've got ten men now. We're
0: bound know, to fucking uh, lose. It's like Wednesday, oh, Wednesday, yeah. was the, the the Burnley game. No um, streams that I could find, so I thought, right, I'll have it on the radio. Stick it on, you know, listen to the yeah. Um, uh, Radio 5 live extra broadcast for, for over the internet. And I've put it on at 10 past 8. And, you know, Poligno scores. And I'm like, yes, 1 0. Oh, what? 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 2 1? What the freaking <laughs> <laughs> I thought, who the
2: freaking hell's in he goal? Go? Oh, it's Vaughn.
0: There's a surprise.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was anybody surprised that Poligno didn't play today? That he didn't start?
0: No. No. Not
3: really. Yeah. I was surprised that pe- that the rumor was that he was going to start to be honest. I thought, oh, I was hoping it was going to be good, but I was thinking you know, I know he's not had know a,
0: I know he's not had a start for a while, but I don't know, um I think he might be playing for a start though, you know, the way he's, he's been performing on the pitch of recent
3: it would be a shop window start, wouldn't it, really? Mm. Let's face it. You know, fair enough. You know, And I I, I agree with Pochettino talk, talking all the players up at the moment. And if they can perform well when we need them to and leave, all the better. And, you know, we've all got our players that we feel like that about. Um, but I'm all for um, Paulinho playing. I think he needs to go. He's not going to get his head round uh, playing for us now. Get him out, get a couple of good performances out of him. Let's get at least, I don't know, 10% loss on it. That'll do. Get him out, get someone in.
0: I am surprised Adebayo was playing, to be honest, You know, with the fact that he wants to get rid.
3: Mm. Yeah. But yeah. the thing and, is, but, what, well, what are yeah. you going to do... Are you going to say, you know, I've got an electronic item for sale here. It only works when it wants to. And I plug it in <laughs> and it goes through batteries like nobody's business. Do you want to buy it for 10 million quid?
0: Yeah. Somebody put a post about that, about that, didn't they? It was like a, you know, for sale, you know, some stupid only works when it wants to and all that crap. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's a, that's a good out of boil reference. Eh?
2: But it's, so, it's
0: like, I think... Um, AP posted yesterday. Um, he's happy to stick around for the seven and a half million that he's going to get for the next eighteen months, and do yeah. absolutely sod all. Yeah. My missus said to me, "Well, he should uh, take a pay cut then." Basically, you know, if you're well, not silly. doing anything, if you, yeah, but if you're not performing, you don't you don't get have down. You, have, you,
3: have you not have you not heard him speak about uh, things like that? He says his justification is he pays a lot of money into charities and things, and there's no way that he uh, will, take, will, will agree to a reduction upon a, a, a figure that's already been agreed between two parties. And, in, yeah. and he's perfectly entitled to do that. Mm. That's the problem with well, the madness of um, offering, offering such long uh, yeah. contracts to people.
0: However, you go out and get yourself a job, right? And you say, uh, your employee says to you, right, this is your hourly wage. But you don't Uh perform, you're going to, you're going to, you know, expect less money for not performing.
3: Well, what I'd say is I want three quarters of the money up front and I'll fuck off right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If Adibio was an electrical toy, what would he be?
0: Um, he'd be, um... He'd be something that doesn't have Duracell batteries. Because Churrasil goes on and on and on.
2: (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: Well, not in your toys, they don't.
1: (laughs) Okay, so with this newfound optimism in in place and our ability to finish off teams in the last few minutes, um, we've got Sheffield United in the semi-final of the League Cup. (laughs) First leg on... Wednesday, and Ooh. FA Cup um, Saturday. Saturday. We're going to win both games, right? Yes.
2: Of course we are.
1: Liam? No. You defeat us. There's nice. always one, isn't there? Well,
2: <laughs> Who invited Liam onto this podcast, really?
1: <laughs> no, I,
3: I do believe we're going to get a draw against uh, Sheffield United.
2: Really?
0: A score draw? Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's have a look. How did Sheffield do today?
1: I think, while you're looking that up, Rob, I, th- I think we'll, we'll win both games, but I'm slightly concerned about the Sheffield United um, tie. So it's obviously over two legs, and I keep hearing <coughs> from Spurs fans that it's over two legs. We should be good enough to beat them over two legs. The fact is, they've got to a semi-final. Um, they seem to be doing well in the Cup competitions, and whilst I think we'll beat them on Wednesday, I could see us winning 2-1 or 3-1 with them getting a, a vital away goal, which could be okay, quite crucial when the second that comes around.
0: Sheffield lost 1-0 today to the Dons.
3: There you go. They're not concentrating on that game, are they? They're concentrating on the cup match already. <laughs> Any result, I could have argued my way there, to be fair, so...
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, just coming back to Adebar and paleigno um guy Jenks posted the other day on the on the Facebook page that um palenio started mid midweek playing not in the sort of holding midfield role but in fact in the if you like the Eriksson role, which is probably his best position and, and maybe maybe for why. He had a decent game on on Wednesday, um, but as for both of those players, whilst I think we should get rid of them, we're involved involved in a lot of competitions at the moment. So would it be wise to get rid of um, either of those two players?
3: No, uh, either way we're a winner. As long as we replace them, if we get rid of them.
0: Well, uh, well I would have liked to have to have had the fill back and you know just bung add um, a boy on that's scrappy, but you know. It wasn't to Lot. be.
3: Last calendar year. How many goals? One.
1: <laughs> to so, yeah. Um
0: yeah. He's had I thought he's had so se- something like seven in fourteen appearances with Toronto.
3: Oh, I might be talking uh, Premier League goals at
0: Yeah. I
3: don't know. He got It's a figure that's stuck times. in my head.
2: Yeah, he was he was very consistent today. I thought Defoe, he was consistently offside, which we've come to expect from him. So I'm glad it was for the opposition.
1: Um, <laughs> at one point, the Tottenham fans were singing, Jermaine Defoe, he's always offside, he's always offside.
0: Oh, um, <laughs> he didn't look at. I when I um, finally found a decent stream for the second half, and they showed him in the uh, the dugout for Sunderland. He wasn't looking happy.
3: <laughs> I bet. I bet. No, and you know what? He didn't look. He deserves happy better that. than that. That's that's sad. I don't like that. He. I don't think he's a legend, but he is a yid, and I don't use that term very often. I don't feel very comfortable with it. But he's, he is.
0: He's one he's, of us. He's a partial legend in the form of Europa or our European games because he's now on our number one spot. But yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, In terms of the uh, development between a Caterpillar and a Butterfly, where Caterpillar is uh, complete no-mark and Butterfly is living legend, where would you say he is in this stage? Would you say he's sort of pupating somewhere towards Butterfly, or is he more sort of still a Caterpillar building the pupa? Uh, Probably a
0: Caterpillar building the pupa.
3: I think so too yeah I'm very much in that in that school of thought yeah I think the thing is sorry to to, to meander off there um the thing is Jermaine was at one point along with Robbie Keane it was a, it was a really nice time to be a Tottenham fan it was they were just real personalities in the team you know and and they all seemed happy in a way and they all seemed to get on and it, it, okay what you could ask you could answer what we achieved not that much but it was a nice time and and people just dismiss that now because you know that's all forgotten and he does deserve a bit of respect i think so I thank you thank you jermaine for your time and it's nice to see you uh, and you know long may you score goals against all our fucking rivals and good luck to you mate
1: here. Hey. i think i mean the, those chants that i mentioned were ironic and, and and in the latter part of the game i think he might have had a he did something, he, he had a chance um in the second half when they were attacking um, towards the Park Lane end and um, the Spurs fans in the Park Lane were singing um, you're Tottenham and you, you know you are and all of that so that oh, okay. however one player who isn't a former Spurs player but very much a current Spurs player um, got a bit when he came on which I didn't particularly I didn't rest easy with mm. me at ad, Adebayo I mean I, I know he I, we've said this before I know he polarizes opinion and that's fine I, I don't that's fair enough but
3: um it's where you play, get your priorities straight isn't it yeah
1: you know he plays it's, for us don't if you, if you don't like him don't cheer him but don't well it's the him. shirt
3: it's about the shirt mm. you're, Absolutely. you're booing the shirt First, firstly yeah. and foremostly, you're booing the shirt. It doesn't matter what who the player is, right? When yeah. he's not wearing that shirt, boo him as much as you like. But as soon as he puts that shirt on, the shirt he becomes that shirt. That's what it is for me.
2: Yeah, it's in bad taste. It's it's not it's not done. You don't do that.
3: Yeah, no player's bigger than the shirt. So you you know yeah. you're booing the shirt foremost.
1: We're better than that. Um, we've had a few questions, a fair few questions. Um, I'll get stuck into them straight away. Um, a very late one came in from Mark R G, um, and he said, "How can we find room in our midfield for Stambouli? On today's showing, what he lacks in pace, he makes. He, he more than makes up for um, with his composure, passing accuracy, and passing speed. I thought he was man of the match today." Um, what do we all think of um, Mark's comments there about Stambouli Um, I think he had a good game yeah Um, he he can be a bit slow Um, and maybe the combination of Dembele and Stambouli isn't the best combo Uh, maybe Stambouli would be better playing with somebody a bit more energetic or dynamic, someone like Mason, for example.
3: Yeah, normally Stambouli, I didn't see the game, I have to admit, right, because there was an emergency in the library, so I didn't get back until late. But um, uh, if Stambouli is having a major effect, then it's a sign that, you know, we are missing uh, Mason and uh, Bentaleb. Because normally he wouldn't have to. So I think without saying, seeing the game, just hearing what you're saying, to me it's a sign that really we're missing other players. But we still, we coped. coped. He coped with it and it's a good sign, isn't it?
2: Mm. I, I can't really comment because I did watch the game, but I must be honest, I mean, I didn't focus much on Stambouli. While he had a good game, I think I probably saw players who were having not so, such a great game in my opinion like for example and I know that we, we love him and um, I don't know if, if you'll agree Jav but I thought that Eriksson had a very poor game today and and he wasn't up to his usual standard but we keep him on the pitch why because he's a finisher mm-hmm. that's why yeah. we keep him there he, he really didn't have a good game but that's just you know How I feel about it. But we keep him there because he's a finisher. Stambuli, I can't really say it. I'll have to watch the game back and and see if I think that I agree or not. Rob? Mm? Sorry. (coughs) Cake. Oh, Rob. I'm sorry.
0: My wife made cake yesterday, and I can't resist cake, especially when it's homemade.
3: What sort of cake is it?
0: Well, there's chocolate and there's vanilla. Oh, my um,
2: goodness.
0: Just... Sponge? Mmm. Light and fluffy? Slightly
3: very. moist? Oh, yes. Yeah, sounds uh.
2: sounds
3: <laughs> top of the
0: range. It is. Oh, it's very good cake. I'm never going to lose weight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what did you think? Um,
1: Stambuli, yeah. Um, I thought he had, he had a decent um a, a a decent game. Um coming back to to the question how can we find room in our midfield for him, I think, you know, it's a squad game and um I can see him see him being an integral part of, of our season. Um Bentalabs, obviously, um, African Cup of Nations. Um, Mason's injured. I don't know when he's going to come back. I'm slightly concerned by, by the fact that both Mason, Lamella, and somebody else.
3: Have we have we got anyone on loan we can call back?
0: Well, that Milos Veljkovic uh, v- is back, isn't he, from Middlesbrough? Hmm.
3: I'll try what?
0: Milos Velkovic I think his name is. He's, he was on loan to Middlesbrough, he's back now.
3: Oh right. When did he where did we get him from?
0: Well we've had him for a while, I think. well <clears throat> oh. he's, he's he's been on loan for yeah, Coon's age. And he's a
3: midfield maestro,
0: is he? I'm not sure. I'm just gonna there yeah, we go. Velkovic I think
1: he's a defender, I believe. Let's come through the view
0: system. Yeah, he's a defender, yeah. Serbian footballer who plays as a defender for Middlesbrough on loan from Tottenham.
1: He's supposed to be very good, um, if you um, uh, listen to the Fighting Cod, Fighting mm. Can't, can't get it. If you, if you listen Fighting to the cock. Fighting Cock podcast... And listen you can't to get windy that toys, cock out,
3: can you, Joe? Join-
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did I say about this podcast ascending into... We started with... Oh, oh,
0: mind. Poor old but he, um, he normally can't get it in. Now he can't get it out. <laughs> um, he shakes it all about, though. <laughs>
2: Leave my boy alone. Back off, you oh. two bullies.
1: Moving along, next question. Sam Moore, what's your favourite non-Spurs player who's uh, p- p- played in recent times? His is um, Zidane.
0: Um, Rob. Well, mine um, is an old, unfortunately is an old Spurs player, um, and that was Paul Robinson. You know, ex you know, old goalkeeper. I used to like him.
1: Okay, Liam.
3: What was the question again?
1: Um, your favourite non Spurs player, someone who's never played for Spurs? Mm. Blimey.
3: God, that's a difficult one off the top of my head.
1: Of recent times.
3: Yeah. And um, why? All right. Well, I always like Vincent Company. I think he's a solid player. He's obviously a really solid trainer, very disciplined, and he's a leader. And um, God, we could do with someone like that at the back, you know, who, who everyone can yeah. just rely on. Bang. He's got got If
0: if, if it's going to be someone that's never played for Spurs, then I'm going to have to go for gigs. Because he's he's always shown performance on the pitch.
1: And off the pitch.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, and off the pitch, innit?
1: Mm. Um, Nicky?
2: Vincent Company. I think him and Patongan together, oh my goodness, that could be just brilliant. Because he's mm. he, he he sees the landscape. He he, he can see that he's knowing what's happening when he watches, you can see that he's one step ahead. He's thinking about the game, he's thinking about what everybody's doing and he's anticipating, which is something that Kabul has absolutely no idea how to do. So for me definitely him. Oh, I'd love if we could get him.
1: Mm. For me, I would have to say David Beckham because oh, Corny because um, I can't put what? it in you like his
3: you like his tattoos what um well
2: because... oh his accent.
3: <laughs> yeah you know you re- I, you re- I really like I really like uh really like how David Beckham talks you know you know and I'm and i, know my, I know my wife doesn't eat very much but. Did yeah, you know? I'm a, I'm a good footballer, honest.
0: <laughs> did you know Beckham actually, uh, before he went along to United, turned up at um, Tottenham?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, I, I forget who it was that was, was in charge at the time, Turner. I said, sorry, Kate, I've never heard of you. Off you go. See you later. <laughs> turned up at uh, Old Trafford and look what happened there. Well, we're um,
3: the old- the, the, old, um, the old wives tale about Jerry Francis turning turning down Zinedine Zidane
1: anyone know about that? I've heard of that but I'm sure, I'm sure it's exactly that an old wives tale
3: mm-hmm. well I, well, you know I heard it from a reliable source his mum
1: HP <laughs>
3: no, it's, no it's this bloke that my dad knows that I go drinking with sometimes you know he, he talks to all sorts of people and he tells me all sorts of things and some of them are right you know it just makes me wonder there might be a kernel of truth in that
2: i sorry going back to you jeff why why uh, david I
1: Beckham? i like david beckham from the moment that he broke on the scene when he when he oh. got sent when he got sent off in, in the f- um night ago, him, world you. cup i didn't hate him i was a, probably the only person that backed him um and a few years ago when he was linked with um with us and he trained with us I, and, and there was talk of Harry Reddap signing him. I really, really wanted it to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just think he's great. Um, to me, he's just Sir David Beckham. I know he hasn't been knighted, knighted and it's a matter of time, but in my mind, he, he's, he's Sir David. That's it. Um, I've got man love for him. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, as far as I'm concerned, that would be bestowing a worthless uh, reward from an oppressive regime onto a good footballer. And, you know, if you're going to award things like that, I don't, I'm don't. i not a monarchist, as you can probably tell, then I think it should be for th- things that people actually achieve rather than being able to kick a bladder around and getting paid a fortune for it. Maybe for his um, charitable efforts, that would be fair enough.
1: Well, he's, he's done a lot also outside of football um, and... I I'm I I am
3: i do not mean to criticise him in particular. I, I quite like him. I quite like him. Not in the same way you do though, Chad. <laughs> <out. laughs>
0: yeah, there,
1: there was a there was a documentary last year, just before the World Cup started, um that was shown on the BBC and it and it showed and it followed Beckham and he went to um, Brazil and the Amazon rainforest and all of that and it and it just showed him as a really down to earth and humble guy. And um you know, for somebody who's um really famous and 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 we might have a certain perception of him he just came across as just a really nice guy and a really humble guy and
2: Hmm.
1: um uh, yeah i like him um i think he's more more intelligent than than the perception so
3: you haven't justified why in football terms he should be there at all but apart from the fact that you've established that you've got a raging hard on for him i haven't actually heard anything in um, terms of football to actually justify why
1: i don't Java. think sam specified that it had to be um, um, a football reason but but from a yeah from a football perspective look he could he um his free kicks were pretty amazing his crossing um if you watch the England Greece game, the World Cup qualifier in 2001, that was... he just worked his socks off that game. Oh, that was just, glorious! Just...
0: That free kick, wow! Just, yeah. just remind me, here, Jeffard who was it? You had a raging one for the other week. <laughs> you, you had a, you had a raging boner for, for a footballer the other week, didn't you? No, when, um. No, I... Don't recall. Moving on. Yeah, um, no, Ali- no, 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 no. I suspect. No, I suspect it
3: might have been a 1980s player when the shorts were really shorts.
0: No, um, he would. No, be- he'd been looking at that WPC. And then completely forgot all about her because the game was really fantastic and a an outrageous bonus for a player, but I can't remember. Who. I think
1: you find uh, it was more to do with the fact that we were winning five three against Chelsea. Exactly. Than, than yeah. Yeah. I would go back. I would go back and and listen at, at the pod. Um, Ali Hassan asks. Um, to, um, this is David Shinola, who we, we all love. Um, uh, David Shalola announced this week that he wants to become the new um, president of FIFA. Ali says, if he does, will that make him a? Uh, I'm not going to repeat the words um, on on the podcast. Oh, go on. Um, it starts with a C, but you can. Oh. oh,
0: would that be Hunt with a capital C? It might well.
1: It might well rhyme with mm. Hunt. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it a, so, what do we think of this? Is it a publicity stunt or?
3: Yeah,
0: it's got to be a publicity stunt, isn't it?
3: He doesn't I mean, even qualify to be able to run, so it's all a non-starter. And he was paid, what, 250 grand or something?
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to take that seriously. Right. Mister, Mr. I can't stand on my feet for, for, for more than five minutes running. For I around. mean, when,
3: when, credi- when credible runners can't get elected, you know, what chance what chance does he have? I mean, he's, he's even less credible than Blatter, and that really does say something. That's He's so good-looking.
1: Mark, My Mark concern is if he got it, he would just end up like the rest of them.
3: Like yeah, the of them 25 stone. 25 stone. <laughs>
1: uh, don't that... do it,
3: David. You know, don't do it, David. Keep your good looks. You know, stick with L'Oreal. Don't go with the the Blatter
0: <laughs> Platter. <laughs> L'Oreal, because I'm worth it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Talking of FIFA and the hair-brained ass clown that is set Blatter, David oh, Fornell swearing. David Fournell asks, how many ways can you prepare a set Blatter for cooking? Blatter batter, part uh, of a clam, clam bake, the possibilities are almost endless. What is your preferred method?
3: I think I would do a Blatter kebab. Uh, I would rely on his own multitudinous juices, self-basting him. I'd skewer him right straight up through the arse, I'd obviously keep him alive, right up through the throat, a, la a sort of a, one of those goose that's, gooses that's force-fed. Uh, then I'd s- slowly rotate him, let the skin crisp and firm nicely, should be juicy inside, set bladder, Kebab style.
0: <laughs> nah, see, he wouldn't be juicy because he's old. Old meat tends to be very dry and shrivelly.
3: That's true. Mm. Not much muscle though. No more Fenty fat. fat yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that would be nice fat. Think of all the things he's eaten. You know, you get pigs <laughs> that are force that eat nothing but acorns. This guy's at nothing but foie gras and the the finest quality champagne. I mean, Christ, he probably tastes bloody good. He's invested a lot of money, mu- well, other people's money into it.
2: Now, you see, I can't, I can't imagine that, of cooking anything that's even set letter related because in our household, when you want to go and have a number two, you're going to go do a set. That's what we call it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to be eating anything set bladder related <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine trying to force that through my arse.
2: <laughs> but he does look like a turd, doesn't he?
3: <laughs> I, I um, like his glasses. I'll say that. I like his glasses. They give him an air of intelligence and respectability and a certain trustworthiness that I don't think he actually merits. Who's this? Seth Blatter. He wears glasses sometimes, and all of a sudden... My opinion of him completely changes. I, I, I want to trust him. I, I, I believe the things that he said. Well, I'm just swayed by glasses. I'm, it's awful but true.
0: Hold on a minute. I'll put mine on. You'll, you'll be swayed to my way of thought.
3: <laughs> it, it only works on video calls.
0: That's fine. I've got a webcam. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: that will be do nicely for later.
1: <laughs> I would um he's quite old, isn't he, Set Blaster? He must he must be getting on a bit. Um and he's quite fat and round, so um I just hope he has a massive heart attack and ends up in a morph.
3: Um, oh my
0: god. And eight. then
1: and then do you know what, when it, once it happens everybody's gonna come out as they do when somebody dies and they're gonna say, Oh, he was a great guy who you know, he did so much and all this crap. Can,
3: can we play a quick game?
1: Go on. Okay. In, Set the, Set
3: foo- in the football, in the football world, right? There's a lot of old people now. Who's going to be the f- the next one to die? Set Blatter. <laughs> I I'm going to go for a long shot. I I think Harry Redknapp will.
0: Well, after he gets sacked, I mean.
3: <laughs> I I don't think he can take the pressure. I don't yeah. think he can. I he's I think he's, uh, he's not
2: looking healthy. Did, did
3: not, yeah, he's did getting not on re- now.
0: Didn't I hear from him today that? If QPR lost to Man United, he was for the chopping block. Rumours have have said, yeah. And didn't Man United beat them 2-0? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> am I evil? <laughs> yes, I am.
3: <laughs> well, you know, uh, quite, it was Man United. I mean, no one can expect us to beat fucking Man United. Plus, what do they think I am? A fucking genius? Fuck's sake, that's the most expensive fucking team out there, the fucking cunts. Sorry, Gary.
2: <laughs> I love you, Very Ian. good. <clears throat>
1: Liam, what are you doing next week?
2: <laughs> yeah. We need
1: to get you back on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Carol Hayward, um, we talked about Ericsson earlier. Um, she says um, Ericsson, whilst he's our most skillful player, are we happy to let him continue skipping out of tackles, or would we rather he stuck the boot in a bit more and not be such a girl's pants? I don't think that's. I don't. I, um, I could be wrong, and Carol might um, correct me, but I believe that isn't Carol. Carol's sentiment. I think she's just putting an argument or a point for discussion.
3: Could you repeat so, that one more time, please? So, Sorry.
1: Ericsson, whilst he's our most skillful player, are we happy to let him continue skipping out of tackles, or would we rather he stuck the boot in a bit more and not be such a girl's blouse? Stick the boot in a
0: bit more. Be, be more like Fazio. Don't be afraid to give him a kick in.
1: <laughs> well, he has got
3: such beautiful bone structure, you see. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to, ha- to, to endanger that. And his legs are, you know, he really does have nice... He doesn't need to shave them. They're perfectly smooth. So I think pull out of the, pull out of the tackles. Yeah.
0: So you'd like him to pull out, not push it. Protect, protect,
3: protect the beauty. Protect the beauty. That's like all I'm going to say.
2: I'd like him to get stuck in because he needs to show some character. He must stop being such a girl. Such a pansy, for goodness sake. I, you know what? Bit... When he when sorry Rob, but when he sorry. gets stuck in and and, and and he has done it on occasion where he he goes for the ball and he goes for <laughs> his tackles, I've just had more respect for him. I mean, yes, he's a skillful player, but for goodness sake, yes, sometimes Nikki, get stuck can I, in.
3: Can I can I speak in the in the language of the boa? Yeah. Would you expect a gazelle to go in against a buffalo? Against a rhino? No, you <laughs> don't. The gazelle goes and fucks <laughs> off.
2: I'm finished.
0: <laughs> oh dear.
2: <clears throat> oh God, that, that's it. You're doing the rest of the pod in a in a in a Afrikaans accent. Just go for it.
3: <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to uh, Radio South Africa Spurs. It's uh, an all night session. We've got the beers. We've got the we've got the girls. We've got everything got you got want, a... Javed. On your go, mate.
1: Whoa. Um, I, I can't really <laughs> follow that. Um, Carol, I, I, think Ericsson does. Um, I think the fact that he's tracking back and working hard for the team is is all that he needs. To, well, aside from the the skill and the flair, that that's that's all that he needs to do. There are other players that that, that, that can. Lunge in with tackles and 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 get stuck in. We don't need Ericsson to do that. Otherwise, we'll end up becoming poor skulls and and probably miss time the tackle or or something. As long as long as he works hard for the team and tracks back, that's Ooh. fine.
0: Nambi um, Pambian and all around the bloody football, what should get stuck in? You like they were words and old things.
1: Yeah, but it's it's like asking. You wouldn't ask um, a centre back to to beat a player or, or, or to do something skillful. Um so why would you expect Ericsson to get stuck in and, and you know, get start tackling people. Um You wouldn't he ask does, the
2: centre send... you wouldn't hmm. sorry, Jack, but you wouldn't ask the centre back to school either and Jan did, so let's just, you know <laughs> move on. He Harry is what he is. To girl.
3: He is what he is, isn't he, you know? He's justifying his presence. He's scoring the goals. I'd say I love you anyway at the moment. So I'm a sucker, but he's doing the business, isn't he?
2: He does. He's a finisher. We've established that. And I do love Ericsson, don't get me wrong. But I just wish that sometimes he'd show more character and just get stuck in. Because sometimes... We need him
3: to get I, stuck in. I think what we're seeing here is the female psychological instinct for always wanting a little bit more, never quite being happy with their man doing what he does excellently, always thinking, yeah, but, you know, I know he brings home 100 grand a week. I know he does all the washing. I know he does all the laundry. I know we've had three wonderful kids. But, you know, he isn't really very good at cycling, is he?
1: I think you I think might be onto something there, Lib. I think so, yeah. Right.
3: Is
2: this
1: up or... <laughs> Kent Goodrich asks, what's the most descriptive swear word phrase for Arsenal fans?
2: Oh, God. I don't
3: know. That shows how often we talk about Arsenal fans, doesn't it? Right,
2: oh, no, so. exactly.
3: You know, there's not really an established lexicon for the insulting... Uh, of arsenal fans the fact that they exist insults everybody uh, and everybody there's a you know it's like working in a fishmongers you grow used to the stench don't you you, you, <laughs> you don't keep on moaning about it it's there and you 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 think christ soon i'll forget it's there and i can get on with the whole day ignore them they don't matter
1: I think Woolwich and scum, just about describe Arsenal fans, and I, and, and that's it. Really, well, forever
0: for in a... A, forever in our debt. That's all I'll say about Arsenal. I'll go
3: for a shot, which is like a mixture. It's like a you mean to fart. It's all a bit hot and gooey up there. You think, yeah, this will be a nice loud one, and it comes out all liquidy and shitty. And you're in the middle of W. H. Smith's, you know, and uh, and you've got to walk home. And uh, as you walk home, it gradually gets colder and colder and harder and harder. You it's know, and then by the, you, you give in. First of all, you you walk a bit like John Wayne because you don't want the drip, dribbly bits to go down your legs you know walk like, and then afterwards you just think fuck this I've got to get home quick fuck all the <laughs> ignoring fuck that and you get home you run upstairs you, you don't say hello to your mum you just run upstairs as quick as you can you pull your jeans down and the shit's all dried to your fucking boxer shorts and <laughs> your pubes it's like having a fucking waxing Right, oh, stop, 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 Liam, 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 has this
2: happened to you before? <laughs>
0: because... <laughs> it, what the, that was very
2: really descriptive. The,
0: what, yeah. the should, what the question should be is, your mum, do you still live at home?
3: No, this uh, <laughs> this, this didn't happen a long time ago. <laughs> anyway, no, it was terrible. I shat myself in Smiths. It was Fizz. I remember, this is when Smiths used to sell records. Right, and there was there was Bucks Fizz going on the records. on the stereo records, LPs, long players, Thirty threes, forty five s,
1: Don't know.
3: You know D- those DJs. D- they they those DJs use them, I believe, these days. Yeah. Anyway, no, so no. I thought I, I I brewed up what I thought was a nice, healthy fart, which I thought would go quite nicely with the Bucks Fizz that was playing on the on the um. Yep loudspeakers. So unfortunately, like I said, I shat myself, blah, blah, blah. blah. Walked like John Wayne, thought, Oh God, but then gave up. It became progressively more uncomfortable. The further I got from home and the colder it got and the more it ran down my trouser legs. I did run upstairs. I did pull my trousers down and I did get a waxing and I did actually, because the bathroom was in the roof of the house. Uh, I opened the Velux window which are very good devices and shoved my boxer shorts onto the roof because I was too embarrassed to put them in the washing machine. (laughs) Uh, But this is, this is basically how I feel about Arsenal fans. A shart. That's the answer.
1: That's a whole new word. added Added to the English dictionary.
3: It's a mixture of a shit and a fart.
1: Live and learn. Um, Kent Goodrich also asks, if you were able to move one player in the January window, who would it be and why? Okay. Carl Norton. And
3: why? I
2: can tell you why. Because he's shit. He's what was What was the word? What was the word again, Liam? Shart. <laughs> a shot. He's a He shot That one. He's cuck. As we say in South Africa, he's
3: cuck. Cuck. <laughs> I cuck. like that. Mm. What is what, it, what? Can you be more specific? Precisely de, um, define what the meaning of cuck is, please.
2: It's shit. Cuck shit, is shit. Cuck.
3: So it's like cack. Yeah. We have cock. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's cock. Yeah. Cuck. It sounds like is. you're
2: saying.
3: It sounds like you're saying cock. I like that.
2: <laughs> okay, here we go again. Next uh, person to answer the question, please.
1: <laughs> Rob, which player, sh- which player would you like us?
2: like? Bull. Go gone.
1: K- okay, that's two. Um, Rob, which player w- w- would you like moved on in the January window?
0: I'll be back in a sec. To put my kids to bed. Oh, okay. Liam, is there a particular player?
3: Well, it's... I... Like? Predictable answer would be Adebayor. Um, yes, he's always offering that proverbial pot at the end of the rainbow. I will turn on the tap. But I just think we don't want him around. I'd get rid of Asua Cotto as well. He's training with the under-21s apparently. So get rid of him as well. Um, but those are obvious answers, aren't they? So I'm afraid it is an obvious answer for me. Um, we need to get some players in to replace them though and if yeah. we can't, uh, better players, I mean, and if we can't, then we have to make do with them.
1: I think that's part of the reason why I'd like to get rid of Norson because, well, and also I suppose you, you can make the case for Acoso, um, Adebayo, if we can't replace him then, in the window, then then, I, then we need to keep him because we've got games yeah. and so forth. Um, yeah. I think I think we can afford to lose L- N- Norton and we can certainly afford to lose um say. Yeah. Who would have Okotto is a different matter? Um, exactly. If he wasn't good enough for QPR. Um Nick Seal asks, I like this. If you had a dinner party with three famous people, um who would you invi- who would you invite? One of them has got to be a, a footballer, a first footballer. Nicky
2: <laughs> Nassau Chadley <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely he's first on my list and do they have to be alive or or can they be you know I don't
1: think you specified so you can be creative I mean you can dig them up if they're they're dead I suppose <laughs> but they wouldn't they wouldn't make much good they wouldn't make for good conversation around the table
2: yeah you see it's difficult to limit me to three but okay Nessa Chadley definitely Elvis Presley without a doubt and Meryl Streep No Wait Scrap all of that uh, Nelson Mandela Without a doubt Nasa Chadley And Alvis Presley There we go Do I have to say why?
1: No Unless okay. you want to Liam
2: Moving on
3: Okay um, Footballer Does it have to be a current footballer?
1: It's got to be a Spurs footballer I don't know whether it's current or otherwise
3: Can I have Terry Venables? Yeah okay i'll have have terry venables because he can lead the karaoke Uh uh, as he's done a few songs and i'll have howard Marks, famous welshman you might have heard of him
2: okay no
3: no um he's probably the most successful grass and cocaine smuggler ever public school educated famous raconteur, and he loves his spliff so he'd definitely be on the list
1: <laughs> so it's howard marks terry venables and who was the other
3: me i might no. one more oh christ more, yeah. um okay let's get a hot minx in there um crikey Let's have brains, alpha female. I'm gonna go for Sigourney Weaver, and I'm gonna turn her baby.
1: <laughs> okay, so I would go for um, Jenna Louise Coleman.
2: Who's I think that? She's a surprise. <laughs> she's um,
1: she's an actress. Um, oh yeah, in Doctor Who. Oh god. Yeah. And she's
2: a, a, a Spurs
1: supporter. Mm, she's not. Oh, isn't she? No, That's I just ma- I just I just made that up. Just <gasps> it was convenient. She um, supports Arsenal. She doesn't support Arsenal. <laughs> um, so does. I'd, I'd, I'd have her. Um, I would have Nelson Mandela. Um, mm-hmm. If we're allowed to have a dead person. And can we get,
3: can I just quickly go back to the Jenna Coleman? Yeah. Okay. Now, obviously. You'd have it for various reasons, right? Which Doctor Who would you be when you fucked her? <laughs> um.
2: Liam, you're a classic. Yeah. David, David a Tennant. <laughs> Tennant.
3: <laughs> I see. So, yes, you'd be. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank you.
1: And I'll tell you why. Off air. Yeah, please. Um, oh.
2: Okay. No, off air. Uh i lost my
1: friend So Mandela And um, General Louise Coleman And um, uh, It's got to be A Spurs footballer Did he Oh god um.
3: I can't imagine Nelson Mandela Would be that much Of a laugh though I mean okay You could talk about World peace and shit But come on No you know.
2: Man had quite The sense of humour Let me tell you Oh did he Everybody oh. Everybody that oh. met him Has said that He just He had this Air of presence About him But he could talk About anything and uh, quite quite an entertaining guy with a really wicked sense of humour. So no, I think it would be a brilliant.
3: Oh cool. I take um, I take my doubts back.
1: Good. Well David Beckham trained with us for a while. Who? When he was with David Beckham when he was with oh, the not David Beckham with again. So Here we go. So he he qualifies, qualifies as first footballer, that's it. Here
3: we go. Yeah, go on then. Anything else to say about him?
1: Nope. Oh. He's so you've, you've got David, really you got David like Beckham,
3: meet. and you've got you've got David Beckham, and you've got Mandela. Mandela they've met
1: before, and they've got good rapport. And you've got
3: they one do. more as well, haven't you?
1: Je, Jen Louise Coleman.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: She's not okay. there just to cook the meal. No, she'd be sitting on my lap. Um,
3: <laughs> where would the party go though? This is what I'm. I can see where my party's is going. First karaoke. You know, get Terry out there. Who did I choose then? After Terry Venables? I can't remember.
1: Mark Fuller.
3: Howard Marks, that's right. So you've you've had a few beers, you know, the the wines out, get the spliffs out. And then you've got, um, I can't remember who I chose as the third person, the Minx. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, that's right. And then we can all get Alien on her ass. I can see where my party's going.
2: (laughs) Well, I know where my party's going.
3: Yeah. So I've got singing
2: to us. Mm -hmm. Elvis Presley singing to us. And then yeah. I have then I have a really great humorous conversation with Nelson Mandela about our country and the state that it's in at the moment. I
3: bet he can sing <laughs> and, as well.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I can dance. I would uh, I wouldn't care for NASA Chadley to speak. I'd just take him to the bed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm shocked at your directness, Nikki. Oh. I have a newfound respect for you. <laughs>
1: I think that my dinner party we would just go with the flow that's it and we'll we'll see which direction that takes us Um, it might be an absolute disaster or it might be uh, a a success or it might be a wild night but wild huh I'll just go with the flow sounds Um, really wild I presume that Rob hasn't come back you and David and
3: Nelson huh (laughs) yeah (laughs)
1: Oh Liam, um, Nick Seal also asks if you had if you could have one superpower, what would that be? Nikki.
2: Um, in reality, I already have a superpower. I make wine disappear. But if it was a superpower that I didn't have, <laughs> it would be to be invisible. Oh. I'd love to be able to hear what goes on behind closed doors and and when people think that nobody's listening i'd love to be able to hear things and you know mm. obviously poke people if they, they you, you're a ghost then effectively
3: could so you'd use it for the, the...
2: Minds. that's just fun
3: so you're quite a sneaky person then you like to you like to hear what's going on and yeah interesting well, I'm
2: just nosy mm. not sneaky nosy maybe mm.
3: Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nothing mm. Wrong with
2: it. Okay. But but making wine disappear is my superpower, so, you know, I'm good like that.
3: You've got some lovely wines out there as well, so. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You must um, okay. give me a few tips, actually, because uh, I'm not very good with wine, so maybe you can drop oh. me a few hints as to what's Absolutely. what's happening out there.
2: Absolutely. You just tell me what you like in terms of red, white, and obviously which variety, and then I will let you know what to look for.
1: Wicked.
3: Okay, my superpower, I think, I've always been tempted by the stopping time. I've always been tempted by that. Uh, But it does have its limitations because, you know, you could spend so much time in pause You could end up an old person. People end up suddenly going, okay, you've aged really quickly. You think, no, I've just spent most of my life in in pause. So I don't think I would have that. That's what I always kind of wanted. But I think just the power to be able to fly, just to be able to freak people out would be just immense. So I'd be happy with that. Just being able to fly, that would do me. I always used to have really wicked dreams when I was young about flying. And, yeah, that would be wicked. So flying, please.
2: Was that before or after the smoke?
3: Before or after the smoke, during the smoke as well, I'd have a special helmet that uh, enabled me to, almost like a smoke <laughs> box, I'd be recycling all the smoke. Oh, yeah. In fact, I should, I should invent that. Christ. I should go on Dragon's Den. I've just come up with this, this, this <laughs> sort of goldfish bowl thing you put on your head. It really fucking does your nut, mate. All I want is 50,000 quid. I'll give you 10% of the
1: company.
2: <laughs> They'll so good.
1: I'm out. <laughs> Superpower. I would go with um, time travel. I would like to travel in time. Mm.
3: And space. Yes, Doctor. Yes, yep. Doctor. And have Janet Coleman by your side. Absolutely. And a, and a huge double bed in the TARDIS.
1: Yep. <laughs> That's what I'd like to do. Um,
3: where would you go? Where would I go? Everywhere. First, if you had... If you had everywhere
1: in front of you everywhere and anywhere yeah Unlimited possibilities free, absolutely the freedom so now, to go anywhere yeah. and everywhere back and forth in time and space. so where would um, where would you go
3: where would you go first
1: um wherever my time machine takes me
3: i'll tell you where i go first 1961 i just I'd, I'd have a season ticket for white hart lane and i'd just watch the whole thing i'd just be there in fact i find a safe place to, I'd, I'd go to Heathrow airport or whatever the equivalent is long-term parking park retardis <laughs> spend a whole year doing that that would suit me
1: that would be really good would.
2: <laughs> is Rob back here
1: rob is back but he's been he's he's um been told by his wife that uh um, he's got to remain in silence. Um, so um, we, won't hear it... his... we won't hear his dulcet tones or munching anymore. Has, <laughs> has he been naughty? Rob, has... doing he's... what
2: he's been told. That's just unheard of. This woman <laughs> yeah. really, she has a I'd, superpower. I'd... <laughs> She's managed to keep Rob quiet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who knew?
3: <clears throat> well, thankfully, we've been spared the sound of his mastication. So, as far as I'm concerned, his master (laughs) was well, yes, his words of wisdom will be a loss, but his mashing jaws will not be missed. Thank you, Rob. Um,
1: final few questions. Um, these are perhaps not as exciting of some of the previous questions but i'm sure we can be creative in our answers um kane shaka asks what's best with shortbread custard or rice pudding
3: mm. it's got to be custard right rice pudding how can you have rice pudding with shortbread
1: yeah custard definitely
2: uh well rob says custard what um, sort of
3: shortbread are we talking for those who perhaps don't understand what shortbread is could could you elucidate a, slightly? Maybe we all have a, a misunderstanding.
2: A biscuit? A, 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 I don't know. You guys call them oh, that horrible word, that c o c o k i e word. I hate that word. Cookie. 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 Don't you call it a cookie? Is that, like it
3: say, is that like saying? Is that like saying shitty in South Africa? <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, that's that, that's... that would be mm, our friends
3: across this,
1: the... This, this
3: this cookie tastes great in my mouth. Mm. so <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> in the middle, there's a certain gooeyness. Mm, I love this cookie. Mm. You need mm, to do mm, it in okay, a South okay. African accent. In the
2: boo okay.
3: accent. <clears throat> okay, let me try again. Mm, this cookie. Mm. I'll do a rope here. Excuse me just a second. Yeah. Mm, this cookie just, mm, it just tastes brilliant, man. Ah. Ah. ah.
2: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Rob just called you the fucking cookie monster.
1: <laughs> Mickey, did you just swear there? Never. Um,
2: I I never did. <laughs>
1: yeah, got to be custard. Um. Eddie Mullery asks, where do broken hearts go? Can they, find their way Can they find their way home?
3: Where do broken hearts go? Can they find their way home? Doobie doobie doo-doo, I don't know the answer because I can't remember the words.
2: <laughs> where do broken hearts go? Hmm. Into the arms of another...
3: I don't know <laughs> they're like worms you see you chop a worm in half right okay and both halves develop lives of their own it's quite extraordinary I, th- I believe they're the only creature that does that but hearts are very similar as well a broken heart actually sort of turns like a worm into two separate hearts that then develop uh, lives of their own that's the answer
1: Jeff? Um, I think they. Uh, where do they go? Um. They come back, and they and they 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 don't go anywhere. They they just.
3: They... Yeah. Which, why, why would they go anywhere yeah. if they're broken? Then they they can't exactly go anywhere. They just lie there uselessly. For fuck's sake, they're broken. You expect them to go anywhere? You know, you expect your room to tidy itself up next. Christ Almighty, Eddie, get a fucking grip.
1: They regenerate. They mend themselves. That's what happens. They do. They do. Final question. Um, Johnny Johnny Baker asked, "Do spiders dream?"
2: Sorry, said that again.
1: Who? Uh, I'm just reading the question. So Johnny Baker asked, "Do spiders dream?" I think Johnny Baker was.
3: They do dream, but do you know? what they dream of when they build a web they keep their legs attached to a strand so they can feel every vibration of that web and their consciousness becomes very much part of that web their eight eyes all monitor different parts of the web and they fix them regularly so that web Very much like we have dream catchers nowadays fashioned in the style of a web. That web to them actually is their dream. So, yes, they do dream, but they dream, they experience the wind through their web and the drops of dew that drop from strand to strand. And these are their dreams. And they wake to lots of lovely dead moths. And the whole thing starts all over again.
1: Well, I can't <laughs> talk that, Nikki. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, you know what? I would actually believe you. That's just how gullible I am. I'm still, I'm still stuck on Jenna Cole. What's her name? Not being a Spurs supporter. What the hell's wrong with you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I just feel, I'm broken. I, um, yeah. Like the hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's my broken heart going to go? Damn it. I don't know.
3: Have you ever had a broken heart, Nikki?
2: Oh yeah, I have.
3: Do you think your Do you think that your perception of life has uh, improved to an extent that the broken heart was worth it, or do you just still mourn your wounds in some way? No,
2: no. I have a theory that that regardless of whether something happens to you, if it's good or it's bad, good experience, bad experience, it's it's all good in the long run because you learn a lesson at the end of the day. So you've got to go yeah. through the bad to appreciate the good, actually.
3: I think that brings us nicely back to Spurs. You know, there we, we have, to, oh, we so have cool. to take the good with the bad. And exactly. things are pretty good at the moment. Uh, I've enjoyed watching us play. I think... Um you know, there was a long time where that awful transition from defending to attacking seemed to just take forever. And you could see the opposition regrouping, getting back everyone behind the ball. You think now what we're going to do? You know, there was no speed. There was no dynamism. And there wasn't really any passing forward. And that's all changing. And, and the only way it can work is through fitness. And like I say, the more fit we get, the more optimistic we'll get and the more confident and I I think as long as we don't get too many injuries to key players um, we seem to be doing that quite nicely whereas Arsenal seem to get injuries all over the place you know and players out here there and everywhere uh, we've got We've so far touched wood, and I'm touching a solid oak table as I speak.
1: I'm glad uh, he said oak table when he said touching wood.
3: <laughs> yes, but it's, it's, it's huge, by the way. Um, uh, we've, we've, um, we've been mercifully free from injuries as a squad and uh, long may it all continue. Um, What what I'm most excited about is that the Pochettino effect at Southampton wasn't a complete fluke. Um, We've seen that the naysayers were wrong. Uh, He did bring out uh, the qualities of the players that he had under his command at Southampton. It wasn't a happy coincidence that, that he happened to be there at the right place at the time because we're now seeing that allied to our very impressive youth training programme. It all looks very good from that perspective. Um, in terms of the, the effect that he's having on the actual squad and the way that we're playing, I mean, these, these late goals aren't coming from nowhere. You know, it, it's all a sign that things are coming together. And believe me, he doesn't look that happy yet. You know, he he see he sees that there's a lot of things still to, to still to mend. But what's nice is when it. Do you remember when he was first uh, during the first few games? He was sat there all hunched up, and it was like he didn't really look like he was enjoying himself at all. You know, and now you can see why because they weren't fucking doing what he wanted them to do. You know, and now he's starting to get into it. It's all starting to come together nicely, and I'm not quite getting that. Gareth Bale and AVB love fest that made the cockles of my heart, you know, warm so pleasingly. But I am getting a nicely moist little feeling, you know. It's all going quite nicely. Um, and, and I fully expect to, to get rid of some dirty water by the time the season's over, lads, if you know what I mean.
1: You've done a few impressions over the course of the podcast. Can you do an impression of Rob?
3: Rob, Christ, I'd I'd have to listen to him a bit more, to be honest. I do have to study it, you know, but um, I did study accents. um, It's a long time ago now, but it's a very fascinating thing. We're very lucky to live where we do. It's the Galapagos Island of of accents. There were villages five miles apart, or there used to be 30 years ago, that actually had accents that were completely diametrically opposed to each other. But now that TV's moving in and people travel around a lot more all those accents are being dissipated and it's all been gradually lost but they have been recorded and um it's a wealth of uh it's a wealth of material um
0: i can i could quickly do uh roy hodgson uh, for you i think the lads have played very well uh, 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 admittedly, uh, we haven't uh, got the ball to the monkey at the front like we uh, like we wanted. But uh, uh, Javert, thank you very much for having me on the show, uh, and I hope very much that uh, I'll be invited again and I can bore the pants off of you uh, sometime in the future. Uh, and once again, fuckity fuck, I've always wanted to swear uh, in a, into a microphone. Thank you. <laughs> oh.
1: I don't think we're gonna to top this podcast. Um oh. <laughs> this has been very enjoyable. Um Nikki, thank you once yes. again. Um for joining me. Um Liam, a big thank you for, 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 for taking part um it's been a pleasure. in your first podcast. Um Rob, um, who is still somewhere in the background. Um, thank you once again.
3: Nice to meet you, Rob, and nice to meet you too as well. It's been uh it's been fun. It's
1: been okay. The future's bright. The future's lily really white. Good night. <laughs>